I just wanted to know whether or not my uh, headphones are working, so I'm just going to give a little minute-long speech or so, and we're going to find out if it's the headphones or if it is, in fact, the, um, you know, the, 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 the internet connection or, or Wi-Fi or uh, the outer space cell phone signals or just some sort of monster that lives between the phone lines that stops me from being able to talk to people because the monsters hate me and want me to be alone. All right, that's probably enough dialogue to know. Okay. You know what I think would be really fun? Made you feel kind of good? I think that would be cool. Memo. Dan, I believe artists and creators must inevitably do what they have traditionally done and develop new skills and make new kinds of arts using new technology in ways it was not intended to be used. The profit motive behind any supply-side innovation corrupts it. The artist then uncorrupts it and often creates new marketplaces to again be exploited by someone else's new supply-side product. By then, the artist has moved on. Your headphones uh, sound great. I appreciate your thoughts on art and how artists are supposed to make art, but I don't know if that has a lot to do with whether or not my headphones and my microphone on my headphones sound good, but I am really pleased that you think that my headphones sound great. As far as all the other stuff, I think it's interesting, but I think it would take me a while to kind of dissect everything you're saying to figure out whether or not I agree with you on all that. Hi, Dan happy to report that there is no problem with your headphones. I think. I think, but I don't know. You're the audio expert. You're the audio guy, which, by the way, is very impressive. Your music is very moving and very impressive to me. I tried for many years myself to be a musician. When I was a teenager, I was into bands like every teenager and tried to do it, tried to play instruments, tried to write songs, tried to record them. And luckily, it only took me a few years to figure out that I was completely talentless. Um, And I'm still astounded by those who can do it and do it well, like you. And I don't understand how it works. And I don't understand how headphones work. Um, But I don't think there's a monster there. Our refrigerator, uh, the ice machine makes this terrible sound and it was freaking out my daughter, who's three, And so my wife told her that there was an ice monster living in our fridge to make her feel better. Speaking of monsters. And that actually seemed to work. So I I recorded a thing for uh, Pat's voice memo podcast. (laughs) And I was telling him about how Sigurd used to be scared of the um, ice machine in the fridge. You remember? No, Soren. Oh, Soren. You were scared of the ice machine. Yes. Oh, I thought it was secret. No, no. What, and what did mom tell you? I was like, the ice monster is not real. I was like, oh. What did you tell Soren? I told Soren that there was a little man who lived in the ice machine. And it was, he was making ice and he was perfectly happy. <laughs> Machine. It was a man? I thought it was a monster. Yeah, it was a monster, but it was a he. <laughs> I don't know. 
a few months. Yeah. I know. When, when Do you remember that? And every time we heard him, her eyes, that was him doing his Chocolate work. caramel potato. I know. He grumbled. I know. And next time. I'm guessing that this voice memo is one that you found, you know, digging back through the voice memos on your phone. So. I think, like everybody, this podcast has inspired uh, uh, people to dig back into their own voice memos and see what's there. So I found one that I'm uh, sending you and Patrick now from maybe about 10 years ago when my friend Mike and I went to the Sweet and Snacks Expo in Chicago, which was a giant, you know exhibition fair conference in the conference center in downtown Chicago, which is one of the largest in the country. You know, Chicago has a lot of these conferences being centrally located. Uh, And so it's this huge hall, as far as the eye can see, filled with tables where people were displaying sweets and snacks for buyers at convenience stores or grocery stores. You know, what are the new hot snacks coming out next year? So my friend Mike lied and said that we were um, press and got us free passes into the Sweet and Snacks Expo. And we spent the next six hours just eating a massive amount of snacks. I left with four grocery bags full of snacks and a huge stomach ache. I think I had maybe three or four like sugar highs, sugar crashes. But while we were doing this, I recorded everything that we tried on my voice memo. And here is that voice memo. Zach, um, thank you so much for those really kind things you said about my music. It really means a lot. Um, I don't think that, um, I didn't think growing up that I was very talented um, and I was told kind of frequently by people, you know, don't sing, you have a terrible voice, um, you're not supposed to be doing this. And I really, I really persevered and I learned as much as humanly possible about music and I listened to as much music as humanly possible. And, you know, I, I really think that I'm kind of just a product of, you know, my teachers and my friends who kind of showed me music. Um, so anyways, it's very kind of you. Um, as far as the snacks go, um, it sounds like the best day a human being could possibly have. And the snacks that you talked about having all sound really great. Um, it just really seems freeing to just say, hey, I have this one day where I'm just gonna eat whatever the fuck I want. And it doesn't really impact my life because it doesn't become part of a routine. And no matter how sick or unhealthy you get in this process, it doesn't matter because the human body can take anything for a day as far as like, you know, eating shitty things. So, you know, it sounds like you had a great day and you had a great memory. And Harvest I don't think that long term, you know, that chocolate food your health. You sound Tamarind like chili great. sauce. Yeah, it sounds really joyful. Chocolate square. And what happened? Yogurt raisins. Um, and Caramel you know, sticks really, in the mud. Uh, Butter cookie. Buddy fruit, blended fruit to go. Chili pepper pork jerky. Chocolate bisque, tastes like dirt. Imagine there is a you, more you, trapped inside of you. And the you you think you are is more a guard, 
and cruel. Of all that shit, your old shit, your parents' shit, and your trauma shit, then all the abuses you abuse yourself with. This guard you are believes itself to be an inmate trapped inside the prison. That you thought you had identified and named and tamed like at least 15 years ago, but no one came to the door to release you. That you, you. Okay. What if I told you there was another you inside of you, and that the other you trapped and you could hear this? And you can't hear this but you can hear this? That explains the times you cry and don't know why. One day, both of you will hear a perfect sentence from the perfect voice, at the perfect time, and it will kill you, and you'll be you. Your headphones sound really, really great, Dan. Um, this poem, um, I had to listen to a few times. It's really daunting and really beautiful and dark and harrowing. And it's interesting because the AI voices kind of take some of that quality away because your brain is doing two things. It's analyzing the voice and it's analyzing an AI voice, which is not human. Um, and then also trying to take in this really, really dark um, information that's coming out at your ears and um i really relate to a lot of the things you're saying and we can kind of get into any of these situations in our lives and deal with them however you know we see fit and do try to do all the right things but your soul doesn't necessarily doesn't necessarily feel at peace just because you're doing what you think are the right things you know you can look back at your life and say i did the right thing there i did the right thing there i did what i was supposed to at that point but Ultimately, it's, it's, there's so much circumstance and there's so many times when a choice isn't necessarily easy and isn't necessarily the right thing in your eyes doesn't mean it was necessarily, necessarily the right thing to do. Um, I'm going to listen to it a, a couple more times, I think, because I really love it. And, you know, I mean, I really love your poetry in general. Um, you know that. And, um, yeah. I, uh, I really appreciate you saying that to me. It was really a lovely thing to wake up to and listen to. Um, and I'm glad you think my headphones sound good. Um, because that's really important to me in my life. I talk to a lot of people and I don't want to be lonely and I don't want people to be annoyed with me. When I talk to them on the phone, they can't hear me. Why don't we say a little man carved into the shape of an ice bucket? Now you want to modify him? Sure. Hey Dan, um, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't write that poem. Um, I don't know where that came from. But, you know, a lot of times I start doing strange, stylistic, formal, confusing, jangly, brainy stuff uh, when really probably it's time to just say something with my voice, like, so I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm just going to play the beautiful, I think, brand new song uh, that you sent to me just now. Call it a day. I'm making friends at the shopping mall And on the southern here you call When I came here I thought you liked me more than you seemed to 
And I said, hey now, whose life is this that I'm living? And I said, hey now, whose fucks are these that I'm giving? All the time it takes, all the time it takes, I'd be on my way.